Welcome to the Fastest Five Minutes, presented by Kroll and Mooring. This is Peter Ayer. My co-host David Robbins is on travel this week. Our podcast brings you a bi-weekly summary of significant government contracts, legal and regulatory developments that no government contracts lawyer or executive should be without. It's been a busy couple weeks, and we start with an antitrust development. On February 19th, Richard Powers, the Deputy Assistant Attorney General for Criminal Enforcement, spoke at the ABA's International Cartel Workshop, discussing the strong commitment the Antitrust Division has to its leniency program as a core tool for effectively combating certain types of non-competitive behavior. He stressed the complementary nature of the leniency program and partnerships, such as the recently announced Procurement Collusion Strike Force. We've talked a lot about that, and he singled out small and medium-sized government contractors as the focus of the PCSF's deterrent effect. And here's a quote. He said, The reality is that small and medium-sized businesses that are tempted to collude on government contracts or subcontracts are more likely to be deterred by the widespread awareness of the illegality of bid rigging and active enforcement, which is why the Justice Department established the PCSF. Close quote. So interesting quote from Mr. Powers. And he also addressed the role of effective corporate compliance programs, calling them the first line of defense in preventing these crimes. So then we move on to the Office of Federal Contract Compliance Programs. On February 21st, the OFCCP announced the release of a new Contractor Compliance Institute, which is an on-demand learning management system to provide training and guidance to federal contractors regarding equal opportunity employment obligations. The curriculum is designed to provide compliance assistance specifically for contractors to comply with certain different types of non-discrimination and affirmative action requirements. Through these courses, the OFCCP hopes to help federal contractors learn more about applicable laws, evaluate current personnel practices and affirmative action efforts to facilitate compliance with equal opportunity, and three, keep up with new OFCCP programs and initiatives. Now we move on to DOD OIG and the service-disabled veteran-owned small business contracts and a recent report that came out of DOD OIG. On February 18th, that office, the DOD OIG, released a report concluding that approximately $900 million in service-disabled veteran-owned small business contracts were improperly awarded due to a lack of verification by contracting officials. There is quite a bit of detail in this report, but one thing to note is that the audit recommended this investigation found that there was just insufficient oversight at the contracting level, and we're expecting heightened enforcement and focus on this coming out of various government agencies, and that was one of the specific recommendations coming out of the DOD OIG report. Now we move on to our last topic, which is cybersecurity and supply chain. So two interesting items for this podcast. On February 4th, the National Institute of Standards and Technology, or NIST, published a report on key practices in cyber supply chain risk management. And that report provided key practices and related recommendations for monitor, controlling, and understanding how to conduct cyber supply chain risk management. There's a lot of content in the report, but high points include increased board-level involvement, 
in risk management, understanding cyber relationship with suppliers, including the types of data they possess, and using third-party assessors to evaluate suppliers. And relatedly, on February 24th, there was an interesting development in that DOD officials noted a concern that companies are falsely claiming that they can get vendors certified under the new Cybersecurity Maturity Model Certification, or CMMC, which was finalized in late January. The DOD official noted the government will be looking for ways to mitigate the threat. Specifically, the formal CMMC accreditation body might send cease and desist letters to companies that claim they can get a vendor certified. DOD announced that it will finalize the actual training and assessment guidelines in March, which will provide vendors with guidance on what it takes to be certified at levels 1, 2, 3. Then sometime between April and June, DOD plans to begin training classes for third-party assessors so that vendors can begin the assessment process by the summer. And that's it for this edition. As always, if you have any questions, David can be reached at 202-624-2627, and I can be reached at 202-624-2807. Thanks for listening. The Fastest 5 Minutes podcast is brought to you by Kroll & Mori LLP. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And if you enjoy our show, please leave us a review. You can find more information at kroll.com slash govconpodcast.